Blog Talk Radio. I'm good. 
Thanks well, for having thanks me for, on the show. Yes, thanks for being on the show. So I'm excited to talk with you because you're fairly new to the industry, right? Yeah, I'm really new. Um, this would be my second year uh, as a business, so this is pretty new to me. So how did you get started in the business? I know you um, kind of just fell into it by doing things for yourself. Yeah, that pretty much. I mean, the first, my first unofficial collection was resort wear for a vacation that I was taking, and I didn't have any money to buy anything, and I had spent all my money on this vacation, so I said, I'm going to go, but I want to look nice. So I took about a couple nights and came up with about three or four different outfits, and I went away with my girlfriends, and they were like, where did you get that? I'm like, well, I made this. And it was just, it was a, it was a rolling change from there because after that I had people coming to me for custom pieces, and then I decided just to work a little bit on my line, and, you know, I've just been in business ever since. So you didn't go to school to be a fashion designer. You're all self-taught. Yes, all self-taught. I mean, the most of and my grandmother showed me how to thread a machine, but that was pretty much it. I watched her growing up. I have watched her whip up an outfit, a coat for church function, you know, the last minute, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of just stay out of her way and watch what she does. And, you know, I mean, I grew up with her in the fabric store, so I knew all the places to go to buy the goods. But, you know, I just pretty much watched everything that she did. And there was a lot of books. We had a lot of um, sewing books on hand, so I was always reading and trying to learn myself. I mean, I live in New York, and if this is not one of the places to pretty much learn everything you can about fashion, where else? Right, right, right. So what is the size range of your clothing that you carry? My clothing comes from sizes 14 to 24. Um, mm-hmm. I do custom work for people, and usually some people are smaller than 14, and I don't turn them away because it's a custom garment. But everything I make, like my samples start at a 14, 16, you know, and everything goes up to a 24. I I'm still learning, and it's a lot. It's like a really big learning curve because there's not a lot of materials or resources out there. Um, mm-hmm. for people trying to design for the larger, fuller-figured woman, you know, mm-hmm. patterns are hard to come by, and just in general, it's just really hard. It's like it's like an untouched market, really. So I feel I, I, I I'm I'm relishing the challenge of. Doing mm-hmm. a plus size line because I know that there are so many women out there who are looking for something different, who want something trendy, who want something that fits, it's made well, and I just feel like why why should we be ignored? So is that been the hardest challenge for you to get your line off the ground? Is um, a hard time finding patterns and the right materials? The mater- materials, yes, because it's a lot of it's a lot of trial and error. You know, I I've find things in the store that I like that I have to really think, you know, is this going to hold up in the wash? Is this going to look right? You know, I have to think about a lot of things. But that's all the learning process. It's not something that's – it's not a big enough challenge to turn me away from doing it because why would I make clothes that I, I can't even wear? I'm a size 18, you know. And right. I've been in a size 18 since I was 18. <laughs> so there's not, <laughs> there's not much for me to do in terms of the d- design. When I design, I design for a woman that looks like me. You know, so why else, right. who else do I make clothes for? You know, that's just it's just something that comes natural to me. So what what is your style of clothing? What types of things do you carry in your clothing line? Well, I mean, I'm right now I'm not, I'm gonna be very honest. I'm all over the place because my first collection was a collection of um, infinity dresses. I did jumpsuits. I had tops, and I worked with different materials. The first collection was mostly um, lightweight jersey materials and African prints. So it was, like, really funky bold. You know, the African prints, I made clutches, I made skirts, I made head wraps, I made bangles. And then with the jerseys, I did more um, dresses and, like, soft, soft um, pants and things like that. The next collection that I did after that was just a bunch of leggings. I did about eight different styles of leggings and the wildest, funkiest patterns that I could find because I, but I like funky stuff. But for this collection that I just did for Fall Winter, I just um, – I just had a photo shoot yesterday. It's more subdued but for the winter because it's more of a layering kind of collection. Mm-hmm. But that, this collection was pretty much inspired by a Mad Men marathon that I sat and watched with my aunt, and we were just, like, ooing and eyeing over all of the clothes of that time, of the 50s and the 60s. There was a lot of pencil skirts. There's a lot of 
very subdued colors, a lot of high necklines, you know, but that's for this collection. So pretty much, I don't, you don't know what to expect from me. I'm still trying to find mm-hmm. out what my style is, what my range is, what I like, what I don't like. And I think that can work for me as a, as a young designer. But a consistent theme throughout your designs, it sounds like it's bright colors and bold patterns in the yes. uh, material. I love bright colors. Um, I love my patterns. I love my bright colors. Um, my, I come from a West Indian background. My family is Jamaican, and I love everything funky. And, you know, as, as funky as possible, you know, I just like to stand out. And I think that's one of the other reasons why I made my last thought in my mind is because when I went shopping, I didn't really find things that spoke to me, you know, that that matched my personality. Right, right. And so, like, when I saw a picture of you, I was thinking your style is kind of like a young, hip, kind of Rihanna style. Would you say that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure if I would say Rihanna style. Nothing against Rihanna style, but I don't know if I would identify with her style. I mean, who can I say? Um, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to say one person because I feel like each collection is, is has has had something different. In it, yeah. it's, very, it's very bold. You know, if you like bright colors, you'll like it. If you like funky prints, you'll like it. I'll try to work with the prints, and I try to. I don't try to do anything that, as some people would say, is flattering to the figure. I'm not trying to slim you down. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not trying to make anybody look like anything that they're not. We're big mm-hmm. women, and nothing. There's right. <laughs> no pair of pants. You know, it's no kind of slack. Nothing's going to make anything look different, you know, but there's no reason to hide that. You know, you got it. Show it off, you know, and be proud of it. And that's just all now, I want. I just want people to have fun, you know. I want people to have fun when they wear my clothes. Now, tell us about the upcoming event that you're participating in at Redress this weekend. What's what's going to be happening this weekend? Oh. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Okay, Redress, for those not familiar, is a vintage um, and, like, lightly used clothing store that's based in Brooklyn. It's on 51 Borum Place in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn. Um, they always have a lot of events. About, they're very body positive there. And their event mm-hmm. on Friday is going to have myself along with seven other designers, including Jibri, um, Cupcake and Cuddle Bunny, Jessica Pritchett Shoes, Cinemash Jewelry, and a few others. And it's going to be all independent designers. The show will be on Friday, November 12th at 9 p.m. at the Invisible Dog Art Gallery on 51 Bergen Street. Uh, Right after the fashion show, there will be a little cocktail party at Redress. And for the entire weekend, there will be a trunk show. On Saturday, the trunk show will be, the hours will be from 12 noon to 9 p.m. And on Sunday, the trunk show will be from 12 noon to 7 p.m. You'll be able to meet with the designers. You'll be able to try the clothes on that you saw on the runway. You'll be able to just have a good time. And um, it's pretty much just a a way for independent designers to come together to, to you know, for the plus-size girls. Come together, show our support, show our love. You'll be able to buy our clothes right there fresh off the runway before anybody else can get it online. And it's just a, another way of creating awareness and creating, you know, solidarity and camaraderie in the plus-size community. Now, what... Uh details or secrets can you give us about the fashion show that's going to happen that Friday night? Um, I can't really give any, any secrets away. You know, as I'm still kind of kept in the dark on a few things, uh, as you know, I mean, there is, it's very secretive. This serious business, this show, and I can't really tell you anything that I don't know. There is okay. a giveaway going on right now. Um. Christina of Musings of a Fashionista is hosting a giveaway on her blog. She's giving away two VIP tickets to the show. The VIP tickets include access to backstage of the show and the cocktail party after the show. When you'll be able to backstage, you'll be able to the winners will be able to see the designers in action, see the models before they go on the runway, meet and greet type deal. Then you'll have a front row seat at the show, and afterwards you'll be able to go to the cocktail party. So you can just have so to how much? How much does it cost to go to the show? Okay, well, the tickets are the two-level seating. The seated tickets are $30, and the standing tickets are $15. And it's only 50 of each. So it's a very intimate venue. There's only 100 seats available, and there's no tickets at the door. So everything must be purchased online. The address to purchase the tickets is indieplus.eventbrite.com, and you'll be able to purchase tickets that way. There's also a... 
code, a discount code. If you use the code INSIDER, you'll get 50% off on the CETA ticket, so the CETA tickets will be $15 as well. So have all of the models been chosen for the fashion show already, or are you still looking for models? Um, as of, I believe, last week, they were still looking for models, but I'm not sure if all of the models have been chosen yet. Uh, the only way okay. you'll be able to find that out, you can go to the blog, ndplus.tumblr.com, where all of the information for the, for the show and for the trunk show is being um, shown. Now, um, besides the show this weekend, are you ever looking for models for fashion shows or photo shoots? Because I have a lot of listeners that are interested in being a model. Oh, yes, I'm always looking for models. And it was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it real right now. It's been very hard for me to find models. I've, um, I'm on Model Mayhem. And just some of the – I've been getting people saying they want to be a model. They don't have any clothes on. And I feel some type of way about that. <laughs> Like, what are you modeling? I need to see you in some clothes. I need to see you doing your thing. I'm not a new, I'm like, I'm not, this is not the emperor of new clothes. Like, I have clothes, and I need you to wear them, and I really want to see people doing their thing. And I want to, I really want to, I don't care that you have experience or not, because I'm willing to work with you. You understand? The, the one model that I have that I use for my leggings photo shoot, I met her on Model Mayhem. She's great. I used her for my last shoot. She's kind of like somebody that I always use, and I'm always open the fresh faces. I'm always looking to work with. So what what size and what look are you looking for? If you well, who would be your ideal model? Because they they might be listening. Okay. Well, my ideal model is about five seven or taller, and she's maybe a size eighteen to a twenty two. Now my the two models that I worked with and for my last shoot they're both a size eighteen twenty. But mm-hmm. I want I need women that are bigger. I want to show that big women can be beautiful as well. I don't want to just see the same size 16, size 14 industry plus size model because I'm I'm Mm -hmm. not real. You know, when I see plus size women in the street, they don't look like the so-called plus size model that you see on the runway. They look like real women. You know, they're size 16, they're size 18. And there's nothing, they're not any less beautiful than a size 12. In the sense, I don't want to show one type of body type. And everyone is not all hourglass. We have all types of shapes and sizes that we need to show, and I'm I'm more than willing to take a risk and show everything. You know, I have nothing to lose in that. So I need you to be at least a 5'7", because then I have to deal with, you know, height issues as far as the, the hem and everything goes. But as far as your dress size, between size 18, size 22, that's all fine with me. That's fine. So if I have uh, the, the perfect model listening, but she's not on Model Mayhem, how can she submit to be one of your models? You can email me. Um, my email address is bdecadent, B-E-Decadent, at gmail.com. And we and should say, since you're in New York, you're looking for someone in the area. You're not going to fly anybody in to model. Well, I- so I don't should. have type of money yet. I can't fly anybody in yet. So please be in the New York City area, the five boroughs, New Jersey, Long Island, you know, just in the area, and we'll, we can work something out. You can also check out my blog, decadentindustries.net, and leave me a comment. I'm always open to talk with people and just see if we can make something happen. Now, can we purchase your clothing online yet, anywhere? Not or yet. Not yet. I do have an online store. But I've I've been on hiatus ever since um, the spring, but I will be reopening the store this weekend right after the, the fashion show, so I want to just wait until this weekend. So on Saturday, you can go on my blog, decadentindustries.net, and you can go on my shop, which is decadent.bigcartel.com. All of the links for the, for the, blog, for the online store are on my blog, and everything will be mm-hmm. available for purchase. And there, and there, can you see uh, pictures of your your different collections and stuff? You, there are pictures um, from my previous collections on the blog. If you look on the sidebar on the right, there's a link that says previous collections, and you'll be able to see pictures from my photo shoot with the leggings, as well as my first photo shoot with the convertible dresses and the convertible jumpsuits. But the the clothing that will be shown this weekend is something new that's never been seen. This is new, never been seen before. This is brand okay. new. I do have a few pictures on the blog I posted today, like some sneak behind the peak, you know, behind the scenes shots from the photo shoot, just to give people an idea of what they're going to be seeing on Friday. But I wanted to make sure that 
redress is the first place that people want to see it. It's like it's brand new, never been seen before. So what else do you have coming up we can be on the lookout for? Anything else? I do have a few things in store. I mean, I right now I'm a one-woman operation with the help of some family and friends. So if you're listening and you're in the New York City area and you would like to help out uh, a fledgling design label, I'm more than willing to take on an intern or two. I really do need help. I'm, like, in here by myself. And I do have a nine-to-five job as well. So I'm trying okay. to balance it. I'm trying to find a way to make sure that I don't have my nine-to-five job so that I can pursue my label full-time because I really feel like this is something that I'm more passionate about. This This is something that is my heart. This is my baby. You know, this is something that I love more than anything else right now. And for the future, I mean, I do have ideas. I don't want to get overwhelmed. You know, I'm trying to take it a day at a time. Uh, I don't want to do too much and, and get to the point where I say I can't handle it. You know, I do right now the collection – it's featuring. I have some skirts. I have like I have separate. I have dresses. I have some capes. Cashmere wool capes as well as along with both fur capes. I have hats. You know, for the summer I'm, I probably want to do some screen printing because I do have a background um, with art as far as screen printing and jewelry making. I do design jewelry as well, but that's for the spring. For the spring, you'll be able okay. to see more. You'll be able to see more of my artistic side because I love okay. songs. I'm I'm a, I'm a like a craft I'm a craft Tunisia. I just make if, if I can figure out how to make it I will try to make it. So I have, I make my own jewelry, but that's for my personal use. But I do want to share that. You know I love jewelry. I know I don't know any woman who doesn't. And right. But spring you can see more. You you'll be able to see more. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so. Well, well, thank you for being on the show with us this evening and definitely continue success. I look forward to seeing more of you in the industry. Thank you, Shanice. Thank you for having me. Okay, and good luck this weekend. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. So up next on the show is... Elizabeth Claire Taylor, and after graduating NYU's School of Arts, Elizabeth Claire Taylor has spent her evenings performing in wonderful wonderful plays such as the Exoncrated, Vampire Lesbians of Sodom, and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, and her days working steadily as a professional plus-size model. However, what brings her the most joy is her solo show, Finding Elizabeth Taylor, where her struggles with body image and dieting are parallel to the life of her famous namesake. Free time, if any, is spent on eating disorder awareness and feminist Activism. Let's welcome Elizabeth to the show. Hi, wait. Let me connect you. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm good, Shanice. Can you hear me? Yes. Thank you for being on the show this evening. This is so exciting. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No problem. So growing up, were you always a curvy girl, and were you confident in your skin, or was that something you had to grow into? Um, Exactly. I grew up in beautiful Southern California. Um, I'm from Ah. Long Beach. Yes, girl. And I'm I'm sure you know that not everyone is curvy and confident in Southern California. There are a lot of a lovely skinny women out there, and um, it was a lot of pressure, not from my family, but from, I think, being in school, you know, being at the mall, you know, et cetera, to be skinny. I I really felt it, especially in in Southern California, where everyone's very fitness-oriented, you know what I mean? Right. So Um, so when did you know – so go ahead, go ahead. that I was that I was fabulous. It took a long time, Shanice. <laughs> it it took a long time. Um, I had to. I went to NYU for drama school, mm-hmm. and it was really ex- exciting. And when I got to New York, I said, "Well, now that I'm in New York, all I have to do is lose ten pounds, and then I'll be a really good actor, right?" I didn't say to myself, "Oh, I got into this great school, and now I'm a good actor." I said, "I have to be skinny to be a good actor." Mm-hmm. Well, you know, because someone told you that at the school, or that's what you gathered from the images you see in the media. 
Well, yeah, it was a combination of both. I think I did really feel growing up, I've always been like a size at least 12, you know what I mean, 12, 14, pretty much since I was, uh, you know, an adolescent. It was definitely media imagery, television, et cetera, but I, I took ballet and jazz and dance for many years, and when I was a senior, before I went to New York, my ballet teacher told me that I was too fat to do ballet anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, told me, told me my thighs were too big to be a ballet dancer. Uh, wow. It was devastating. Yeah, I mean, told me straight to my face. And I remember thinking, well, I've always wanted to do that, but if this person who I respect told me that, it must be the truth. Wow, so you gave up dancing. Yes, I did give up dancing, and I miss it all the time. And I gave up dancing, but I was going to drama school. So I said, okay, let me just lose a little weight, and I'll be a really good actress. In New York, I got into this great drama school. But the dieting went out of control very quickly. Um, I started with Weight Watchers. And I don't know if you're familiar or any of the listeners are, but they have a thing called Point point Uh System. Uh And... They make it sound very easy, but I think you can very quickly become obsessed with counting these points, and um, you can end up not giving yourself a lot of food because you're getting, like, no calories in your diet. Um, uh-huh. So I lost I lost weight, but I lost my mind. <laughs> um, wow. I really, I really went crazy, and my, my schoolwork suffered, Shanice, and, like, I still pay my student loans, you know what I mean? And it it, uh-huh. it breaks my heart, and that's why I want to do my show is to encourage young women out there to not believe all that hype and to stay true to themselves because I wasted that time I was in class because I was sitting in class thinking about how many points are in a hard-boiled egg, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. How, so, well, let's how talk many about points? your your show, your uh, one-woman show, Finding Elizabeth Taylor. Now, did you create this show to create um, a positive role for you since it's just a lack of positive things for plus-size women in uh, the acting industry, or was yes. it just something that came to you after your experience in life? Yes, definitely. So once I stopped um, dieting, I stopped dieting in the middle of college, and I became, like, a real feminist. I started reading about body image and really, like, being very critical of that, which made me become confident and finally just be into myself. And um, I started working as a model, which was amazing. It was a suggestion, and that really gave me a lot of confidence. And someone told me I should tell, tell my story. And I have felt over the years, which I'm sure you can understand, either I'm not big enough for certain parts or I'm uh-huh. too big for certain parts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like, they They want a real plus size, you know, it's like they still have a very, I think, pretty definite image of like a jolly, funny, fat girl. Uh Um, And I think, and I think that we all know that women have so many more dimensions than that, that I really said, you know what, I do need to tell my story. It's a great story. And um, my mentor is Cameron Mannheim, who's an amazing plus size woman. Oh, I love her. Yeah, I'll I'll send her. She'll 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 be listening. Cameron is my girl, and she got her big break, you know, doing a solo show as well in New York, and that got her on the practice where she won an Emmy, eventually. Um, oh, you yeah. know, about ten years ago. So she's been helping me all this time, and I really the goal of the show is so young women and men, because men struggle with it too, out there can realize that I had to go through all of that pain to get to where I am now, and now I make money being my size. (laughs) And life is good being my size. And yet when I was dieting, I thought I had to be skinny to be perfect. Now give me uh, specifics about the show to the listeners, because is it currently running or is this coming soon? Great. Um, It is coming soon, meaning it's coming on Thursday. Uh, this week, November 11th, I'm freaking out, but I want all my girls there to support me. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's Thursday the 11th, Monday the 15th, and Tuesday the 16th. And all the information is on www.findingelizabethtaylor.com. 
But this isn't the first time that you've done this uh, show, is it? No, exactly, uh, Shanice. I've done this about four or five times. I do it about once a year, you know, when I can afford it, when I can, you know, put it up. And it's part of a festival, but I'm making money as a model, which is a blessing, and I was able to um, add on a couple more dates. So this is like a new version of it, and I'm really proud of it. Now, you also do work um, as an activist because I saw on your website you have a couple of links to different organizations. Now, tell me something about that because you even mix it into your show a little bit, right? Yeah, a lot of uh, my passion is uh, feminist activism because that's where I feel I can really give back to the community that very much welcomed me, and not only the community but the ideology behind critiquing media, you know, critiquing this very intense uh, world that young women grow up in. Um, One of my major organizations is called Right Rides, which in New York City, that gives free rides to young women um, and gay, lesbian, and transgender people from 12 to 4 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays to encourage um, them to be able to go out and have a good time and get home safe. And their info is rightrides.org. All of those links are on my website as well in the activism page. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so besides doing all this, you find the time to model as well, which you've mentioned a few times. Now, what's some of the things you've done as a model that we would be familiar with? Great. Yeah, my modeling is really my heart because I never thought, I'm sure like a lot of us, that I would be modeling because when I was growing up, plus-size models weren't out there, right? So Emmy, you know, Emmy was just around, and that was really it. There was not the young junior plus models, which are obviously so exciting for us, you know. Um, What I did recently was I did a little on-camera work during the CBS early show. I've done a couple on-camera things. It was called the Bra Whisperer, where they try to fit you for the first yeah, they try to they try to fit you for the perfect bra. So they showed me, you know, in a funky looking bra, and then they did my makeup and hair and put me in a good bra. And as right before I went on camera, Shanice, I said to myself, you know, look at how far you've come, Elizabeth. You're about to go on camera as a size 16 in your bra, and you love it, <laughs> you know? Um, right, which right. Is, which is amazing considering I started out at a, at a size 10, 12, dying to be a size 6, you know, and mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. all this way. I've also done and, some print magazines. I was in Oprah magazine, you know, when they come up. And I, I do some fit modeling, too, which is really a, an amazing gig. Awesome. So are you going to bring your show to Los Angeles and, and show the West Coast girls what you got going on? I know my mo- my mother keeps asking me about that. Um, honestly, this production I have put so much into it, you know, financially connections work. I really am praying and blessing that this run will then bump me to um, a producer that can help me do it. Definitely, I want to do it in West Coast. I want to do it California, LA. I want to do it in through the country, pretty much. Like maybe a couple dates, like a tour would be so great to do. And I also want to do it on college campuses to really get, like I said, young women to see this. Because when I was dieting and losing my mind, I guarantee you, if I would have seen a play that talked about it, it would have changed how I felt about myself. And that's what I hope my work does. Now, besides this show, do you have anything else coming up we could be on the lookout for? Um, not right now. You know how it is when you do a play, it completely consumes your life. Um, yeah, it is a lot of I, time and work. Yeah, and you know how it is. Like like your guest said before, we all have jobs, and then we work. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then we do our art on top of it. Um, after the show, I'm just going to take a little break, and then I will probably just keep the wheels going to do to get another space for the springtime. I would mm-hmm. love to keep it going every every few months, because every time I do it, people who don't see it go, oh, when can I see your show? And, you know, it's it's really good, as I'm sure you know, to just keep something coming up to tell them about. Um, you know, I'm always going up for castings. You know, I went up for a pilot, you know, last week. You know, it's plus size. We're not as in demand as we should be. but we Right, be right. That's why you have to create your own opportunities, which I understand. 
That's what Cameron Mannheim said. She said, I wrote the only part that I wouldn't be turned down for. Mm-hmm. I and that was how she, understand. Yeah, I know you do because you do a lot of your own work, which is so incredible, and that's why you've inspired me, and I was definitely told to contact you to um, to bring awareness to my show. So I appreciate it very much. Well, thank you. And um, tell us again the the website and the dates of the show one more time. Okay, okay. Here we go. It's Finding Elizabeth Taylor, and it's, you know, Finding Elizabeth Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. I'm all up on Facebook, and the dates are Thursday, November 11th, Monday, November 15th, and Tuesday, November 16th. Please come check it out and support. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Tell Cameron I want her on the show, too, because I love her to death. I will. I'll tell her. She'll love that. I totally will tell her. And uh, break a leg this weekend. Thank you, Shanice. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. Good luck and bye-bye. Bye. And last but definitely not least is Wilbur Peck, Jr., and Wilbur marked his 1998 debut in fashion with an intimate runway presentation of Sorta Kinda Couture Rags, a collection of tailored, made-to-measure day and evening looks. His entrepreneurial sense and ability to tap into the mindset of his custom customer was fueled has fueled Pac's evolution and showcased his versatility throughout the years. From S.K. Wilbur, the multifunctional, affordable, and colorific young contemporary sportswear line, to his newest endeavor, Wilbur, Wilbur, a capsule collection of day-to-evening dresses for the Curvy Woman launching in the spring 2011, which he's going to tell us all about today. Let's welcome Wilbur to the show. Hey, Shanice. Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm excited that you're here. Thank you for inviting me. Now, how did you get your start in the industry? Um, You know, I always loved fashion, and um, I'm one of those designers that can't sew. So like Elizabeth Taylor... I had to create my own opportunities, and I started my line myself. And I just went out and found people to sew for me. Wow. So it was it something that started at, at a young, young age, that you were just always into fashion and making things for yourself? Well, my love of fashion started at a very young age, but officially starting you know, my company didn't happen until I was 28 years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I guess I'm a late bloomer. Right, right. You're seasoned. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so why are you interested in designing, especially for plus-size women? Because many designers turn their noses up at plus-size. Well, you know, Shanice, I've been in the game for a little bit now. I've been doing it for 13 years, and mm-hmm. um, I've done everything anyone possible can do. I've done young contemporary. I've done bridge. I've done young designer. I've done anything that you can think of in the women's segment. But I always had a special love for plus-size women because I come from a family of empowered and beautiful and strong and fashionable plus-size women. And so um, a friend of mine who owns an art gallery, he said that I needed to find a niche. And because I had always really wanted to do plus-sizes, I just felt like I had to conquer the 0 to 12s before I could go to the 14s and ups. Um, I said, you know, then the niche is going to have to be plus-size because that's where my heart is. And so starting this April, I started designing and sketching and just getting very busy with my plus-size girls, and we launched um, in September during New York Fashion Week. Oh, so you were a part of New York Fashion Week on the main stage? I can't say that I was on the main stage, 
But I was okay. on my main stage. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and so as a man breaking into uh, the plus-size fashion industry, how were you accepted? Where Was it easy or did they kind of – because, like, in your pictures, it seems like you're a kind of slender guy. I don't know. I haven't met you in person. But how were you perceived when you, you – started marketing your plus-size clothing line in person? Um, I can't say that I'm slender. Okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, if I look that way in pictures, then that's what we're going to go with, okay? <laughs> well, I just saw the head shot. Okay. See, my head is not a fat head, so I guess <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> but... I was not met with any kind of opposition. I have been embraced by the um, curvy community. I am so pleased that I finally made this decision to do plus. I think that this is the the path that I've always meant to be in and on, and I just think I had to do those things before I got to this point, and I just feel really blessed to be a part of the the plus community. Awesome. Now, I took a look at your website, and the images on your website are fabulous. What was your vision behind that photo shoot, and who shot it? Okay, so my sister-in-law is the official photographer for S.K. Wilbur. Her name is Rebecca Rodriguez, and um, what I thought about initially when we did the shoot was to um, emulate some uh, one of the masters um, in photography. Although now, right now, this moment, his name escapes me, but he had done this iconic photograph for Vogue, I believe back in the 40s, and it was in a salon, and the women were um, bedecked in Charles James gowns. And I wanted to create that kind of feeling as well, but once we started with the shoot, it sort of took a life of its own. And while we had the lovely space, um, I wanted to be a little bit more celebratory, and so that's why the pictures really are about the curvy woman celebrating with her curvy friends. Mm, I love it. It was really colorful, and everything really popped. It was fantastic photography and one thing I particularly liked about the images um, you had a mature gray haired plus size model which you don't see very often in advertising campaigns now was that purposely done to show that your fashions can be worn by women of all age ranges it was purposely done um, I um, I when we shot this campaign, I did not have all my samples completed. So what I did was I called on the people that I've designed special pieces for to, to model them for this shoot. So that woman who is the mature grade hair woman is actually my mother. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's all in the family because you had your – sister-in-law as a photographer, you got your mama as a model, was anybody else, your cousins or anything in the photo shoot? <laughs> my sister is one of the models in that photo, and um, my best friend in the whole world, Donnell, is one of the other women in the shoot. And then, of course, there's my supermodel friend, Allison McGevna, who is um, just a fabulous and wonderful, beautiful person inside and out who was also part of that spirit, part of that shoot. And so um, it was, what it was was it was a good day. It was a fabulous day. Um, there was no divitude. We were all, like, just zen and having a good time, and it was it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. It came through through the pictures. Now, tell us, uh, we're going to go into the specifics of your clothing line. So what is the size range of your clothing line, the sizes of the clothing you carry? Um, most of the, the, the size range is 14 to 20, and mm-hmm. I chose 14 to 20 because I do a very tailored, very sculpted silhouette, and I felt like if I went any higher then I might lose my proportions. And so any higher 
I'm thinking about doing another line in the future um, that goes from 22 to 32. But right now, I'm focusing on the 14 to 20 range. So if you, if someone, um, my listeners see a piece that they want on the website, but they want it in a larger size, is it possible to do custom things, or you just have to wait until your extended sizes come? It is possible to do custom. That is never a problem. Um, However, to be custom, you have to be close to me so that we can do um, fittings. So, well, some designers let you email the measurements. You don't like to do that type of long-distance thing? It's difficult to do that. I think that I need to see you at least once to make okay. sure that the proportions that we're going for are absolutely correct. Some women have a higher waist. Some have shorter legs. Some have, you know, wider hips. It's just really important to understand the ratio of the measurements as well. And so that's why at least once, me me doing a fitting with you at least once is pretty necessary. And Even so when I um, designed something for Patti LaBelle, um, she was had availed herself to me at least once, and that way we could get the fit right. Okay. Well, I didn't know you uh, you snuck that in on me. You designed <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't like to name drop, but, you know, because she was such an obvious um, person to use because she does not live in New York, it was easy mm-hmm. for him to, you know, to say she's an example of someone that at least I met once and, and we had a fitting and that way we could get everything right. So have you worked with other celebrities we will be familiar with? You know, I like I said, I really don't want to name drop and I, I want okay. to respect their privacy. Um, okay. What I can tell you is that Working with a celebrity is a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if it's a diva. Hello. (laughs) Well, and besides working with celebrities, you've been on E! Entertainment, Fashion File, and the Los Angeles Times and New York Post. So you have a um, a lot of good things going for you in your clothing line. So what is the price point of your clothing? Um, they will range in price from about $175 to about $350. Okay. And um, how do you go about ordering clothing? Because I went to your website, and you can't purchase the clothing through your website, right? No. Right now what we're doing is we are approaching some of the smaller boutiques um, that are around the country that appeal to um, the Plus customer because um, it's really a ready-to-wear collection, and we want to make sure that it's more accessible than just getting it online. And because it's more tailored, it's a little, to me it seems easier to have it somewhere where you can try it on. And so we've been talking to um, places all around the country, Philadelphia, Atlanta, California, Canada, you know, just as Anywhere we see an outlet for our dresses, we're approaching them. Now, if someone is listening that is a store owner and would like to carry your clothing um, in their store, how do they go about doing that? Well, we have our email address, info at skwilber.com. You can find us on Facebook under SK Wilbur. Um, you can go to our website, or you can just call me directly, 917-520-4615. I answer my phone all the time. <laughs> all right. So that's a, that's for um, boutique owners. Now, what about uh, models? Are you looking for models uh, for upcoming photo shoots or fashion shows? You know, I'm always looking for models, but to be honest with you, After we presented the first collection, every model I think out there has approached me about working with me. They, I don't know what they've heard, but but they want to wear the dresses for the next presentation. So I'm always open to meeting new women, um, and you know, through any of those avenues that I just um, gave you, they can contact me. So do you have anything coming up that we can be on the lookout for? Next year. Um, we're not doing anything else this year, but next year we will be presenting our fall collection um, in March. 
and it will okay. be at an event space here in New York. Um, and we're calling it Eye Candy. All right. And, and then it'll be just for plus size women. Only, I'm only doing plus size women. That's, oh, that's right. where I feel the love, and that's where I feel um, God pushing me. And so I'm just going to succumb to the forces of the universe. So I'm only okay. doing plus size women. Um, after we do our presentation, we will be doing um, Kiss the Curves in Los Angeles. So I'll be in oh, your Oh, well, I'll see you in person. Hello. And then hopefully I will be working with um, Gwen DeVoe, who will be doing, I guess, another full-figured fashion week. Unfortunately, right. I couldn't be there for full-figured fashion weekend, but she'll be here on the East Coast doing full-figured fashion week, and I hope to be a part of that. Well, awesome. So we will definitely be on the lookout for your new collection in the spring. And tell us your official website and how to keep up with everything you have going on. The official website is www.s, like Sam, K, like King, Wilbur, W-I-L-B-U-R.com. And you can find me on Facebook. Our page is um, www.facebook.com slash sort of kind of. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and I look forward to meeting you when you come to L.A. Well, you know, I can't wait to meet you, Shanice, because I read about the panel discussion that you moderated um, during Full Figured Fashion Weekend, and I thought that it was awesome. You brought up some really great points, and I just think that plus women we have got to stick together, and they've got to do their due diligence as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, and I will see you when you get to L.A. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you to all of our fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next week, and we'll have more Plus Industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at www.plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.